and welcome to episode four of Marito's podcast. We are covering course project number four, week four, and we are discussing experiment design and survey design today with respect to question number eight to start off, and that is focusing on experiment design. We have an IT systems problem when Continental and United Airlines decided to merge. There was a software issue with the um, traffic, the air traffic tracking system. Um, They decided to go with, they think that going with United system is more suitable for the merged airline, but they need to test it. Now, to design this test, they want us to conduct an experiment that sees how the software's tracking systems um, track where the flights are, the arrival times and departure times, the flight numbers, and whether or not the flight plan had to be deviated. And I think we can start by first looking at our visual representation in um, Exhibit 8.4. Here we are seeing that we are in stage one Um, or we're past stage one, we've already got the clarifying research questions figured out. We are designing the research and the type of data collection design we are doing is an experiment. And within that experiment, there are seven factors that kind of contribute to a well-designed experiment. First, you need to select relevant variables, specify levels of treatment, control the experimental environment, and four, we need to choose the experimental design. And in this case, I have chosen a quasi-design referenced on page 189. Um, In fact, it's a group time series design, which we will later discuss. Um, But um, not to uh, get off track here, but number five is um, moving on to more of the sampling strategy of the experiment. So here we're looking at how we're gonna select participants and assign those participants. And then number six is um, pilot test, um, revised and then test again. And then seven, you actually analyze the data. And so here I feel like the relative variables are, or the relevant variables are the questions that were asked. The, you know, we're tracking, we're trying to figure out how our system software, whether or not United or Continental software, is better at tracking where flights are, the arrival times and departure times, the flight numbers, you know, how accurate they are on that, and whether or not they had to actually deviate from the plan altogether. Um, all that can be, can be considered relevant variables, I think. Uh, the treatment, I feel like, are maybe the two different softwares we can assign um, if we decide to, to, to design the research with, with, with groups, which where I'm, where I think I'm headed with this, um, the, the experimental design, like I, like I mentioned, um, we, we talked about, um, a field design or the quasi design, um, page 189, in fact, talks about, um, the the group time series design and what in what all that entails and 
this is basically just a time experiment that is something that is is not done all the time, I don't think, but it's something that kind of makes sense to me in reading this. Um, it's a time series design. It's It just seems like it's going to fit because it's especially useful where there's records to be kept. And in this instance, we're trying to keep, I guess, air traffic control records um, accurate and, and make sure that everything is planned right and, and, and accurate. And it also is a good way to study unplanned events in kind of a controlled manner, but to kind of, um, kind of take care for those extraneous variables, like maybe very, maybe weather messes with, um, some of the flight plan deviations and that needs to be, um, accounted for and, and realized in this, in this series, in this experiment. But, um, to not spend too much time on this question, I, I thought that we, you know, I think the company could, could take United, take Continental's employee pilot pool, separate those two into groups, um, maybe a sample of 25 pilots um, or 26 pilots, and actually, I'm sorry, 24 pilots. <laughs> let's let's uh, make those, um, you know, uh, 12 pilots in each group. You're separating those. I want the pilots to be mixed, one with United, one with Continental. So that means that you can't have two pilots with United um, together. I want a United pilot. I wanted a Continental pilot. I feel like that would take out the bias for um, wanting a certain software. Um, and and I think the, the random number generator should be used to figure out who gets what software for each group. And... Once it's designed that way, it's pretty easy to track over a time, you know, like six months, three months down the road to see how well um, each software hit on GPS coordinates and time departures and arrivals and whether or not they got the flight numbers right and whether or not they had to deviate from the plans. So I think that pretty much um, takes care of Chapter 8. Um, chapter 9 is dealing with um, a, a shopping mall questionnaire or I'm um, survey and they want us, it's just, okay. It asks us to assume we are planning to interview shoppers in a shopping mall about the reviews on increased food prices and what the federal government should do about them. Um, and what different ways might you motivate shoppers to cooperate in your survey? Well, <clears throat> first off, I think that first off, we need to talk about survey research and how, how can we, I don't know, how can you, it's asking us how to motivate shoppers. That's the question. That's what we need to figure out. How are we going to motivate shoppers to participate in our interview? Um, our interview is a survey, or our, uh, our mode of uh, data collection is a, is a, is a survey, it's survey research. Um, how do we entice a shopper to participate? With, especially with a question that can be um, kind of viewed as, it could be viewed as a tough question. I mean, you're asking about increased food prices and what the federal government should do about it. 
So you're trying to get an opinion from them. Um, but how do you get them to participate? And page 216 of the text talks about uh, three factors that influence participation. Um, those, those three factors being um, uh, that participant must, the participants must believe that the experiment is, is pleasant and satisfying. Um, the, participant must, the participant must believe that answering the survey is an important and worthwhile use of their time, and the participant must dismiss any mental reservation he or she might have about participation. And those are easier, easier said than done, really, because in reading the book, it, it really, the textbook, um, Schindler's text, it talks a lot about this this situation um, in gaining confidence. I feel like uh, uh, maybe it doesn't talk a lot about it in detail, but you can tell it emphasizes that to kind of take away non-response errors and response errors in general, you want to hold a certain confidence. The interviewer plays a pivotal role in all this, and um, you know having a design introduction your questionnaire beforehand, you know, to gauge the knowledge of the participant needs to be thorough. It needs to, it needs to be inviting. It needs, and and also the interviewer, the interviewer needs to have interpersonal skills, whether they need to develop those or train for them, they need to work on them. They need, they need to develop them because that is how you gain participation because you show confidence. Um, so during the introduction phase, make sure um, you know that everything is understood, and maybe ask how the participants' day is going. Get to know them on a personal level. You know, really engage them, and um, maybe even have some props there, like have some food samples. Um, if they want some, they can you know have some food while they're while they're participating in the studies. Um, secondly, to make it worthwhile, um, I think that the purpose needs to be stated clearly. The book, um, page 216 of the text, talks about this. Um, tell how info will be used um, and basically just be transparent and detail what is expected of the participant. And no- number three is um, the illegitimate, uh, the participant must dismiss any mental reservations so, yeah, there might be some illegitimate reasons why they don't want to participate. They may think there's some ulterior motives to the survey. They may, they may even feel belittled because the question may, may feel too complex for them to answer, and so they may not want to participate there. So it's up to the participant to, to help with that. And to that kind of goes back to number one and that you need to show that confidence and 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 uh i think then you would get some participation on a on a question like that but that is i think um it for week four um i look forward to week five and i hope you have a good week thank you